Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Start up, start up. Wait, what number is this? 107, I think. Obscurian and Brody? Start up, start up. <laughs> start up, Brooklyn boys. Start up, Brooklyn boys. Start up, start up, start up. They making noise. Start up. Start up, start up, start up, start up, start up. Episode 107. Yeah, 107. I think so. Yeah, it's the Brooklyn Boys podcast. We're back in town. Should have played that one. The boys are back in town, but we really didn't take a week off. Okay, we could start over again. We don't have to play the jingle. The boys are back in town. We don't have to do that. We'll play it next week because we're technically taking off this week, but we're not because this is last week's podcast. See, it's weird. We didn't give you a podcast last week. This podcast you're hearing right now on a Monday, November 25th, was supposed right. to be recorded last Thursday, right. but. And this week, we were supposed to have off. By the way, I just got an email from, uh, I, I, I won't say a direct boss, but someone who's higher up in the company that we worked with for many years. Mm-hmm. And an email went out, something that had to be approved. And then they emailed me a helpful suggestion. Hey, why don't you make sure you tell everyone else on the morning show? Right? <clears throat> so I said, Oh, of course, because I, I, I absolutely would. It's the kind of thing you, of course, would tell everybody else. So I said, of course, absolutely. We know what the problems would be if I didn't tell everybody. And then he wrote back again and said, yes, that way you avoid the blah, 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 and the blah, blah. I, I didn't want the first email. I acknowledged in my email that I absolutely knew to do the first email, and now you're coming back at me hard with a third email explaining to me why it's important to do the thing in the first email that I already knew the importance of doing. You're being scolded over email in front no, no, of people. No, no, I'm being advised that like I should know something, but I know it, making it look like I don't know it, which I feel like I don't want to go back now and go, dude, like I said, yep, totally get it. Don't go back. Just no. go forward. No, I'm going to just leave it now. Leave it. But I feel like that person shouldn't have sent the third email. You let people bother you. I let it, that's why we have a podcast. Oh, that's right. See this right here? It's a stack of shit. It's a stack of, a stack shit. of a lot of shit. It's a lot of shit. Uh, okay. 
So, oh my God, what's going on here? Why is this thing playing in my pocket? Oh, is why, it vibrating? An old episode of ours is playing in my pocket. I don't yeah. know why. Oh, the Brooklyn Bulls. That happened to me on the plane. It's, it's so embarrassing. Yeah. It's at the most inopportune moments. It happened, <laughs> oh my God, it happened at my Aunt Jenny's funeral. Did she like, wake in, back up and agree with me? It was in a wake. And we were at the wake, and all of a sudden, like someone's phone goes off. The, actually, the priest had come in and started doing some kind of a blessing and a prayer. And all of a sudden, you know that noise? It's like the iPhone standard ring. Someone mm. who's lazy enough to not change it. So that's you? Yeah, yeah, I got it. Yeah. That start, someone's phone started That sounds ringing. a lot like you going... Yeah. You should make that your ringtone. Then you just interrupt people with your ringtone. Yeah. So, yeah, that was embarrassing. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, but your phone goes off in your pocket, too. And it's always on hot radio. It always just goes off because, you know what? I It's usually the last app. Why do you think it is? I don't know. So, what I did was I moved the app off of my homepage. So, just to clarify, on an Android, you have a dock of... Uh, Four to six icons, I think, or three to whatever. You can make as many as you want. Yeah. And then I have the page, and and it, and it scrolls like a cube. It goes around because you can make it do that. And so I put it first. I put it on a secondary page, so it was in my pocket. It wouldn't get pushed. And it opened up. Then I deleted it. There was no shortcut <laughs> on my desktop, and it would still open up. Yeah. I think it's got. You know how like iPhone kills their own batteries. You buy a new phone, and it makes the the phone slow down. I yeah. think there's something with the iHeartRadio app that it. It just knows to automatically open. Yeah, it's pissing me off. I got to be honest. I wonder if it happens to other people too. No, I don't know. It's fine. So you were at the funeral. That's not a good time for that to happen. No. Speaking uh, of funerals and my Aunt Jenny's funeral, if we're going to go in that direction. I, I think we should because this, this is a dilemma. This is terrible. Now, I had a similar dilemma in my family, oh, a long time ago. My, I'm not going to give you what how it, how it happened, but I'm going to just tell you why it's different once you explain yours. I had a, a grandmother who was, I would say she was in her 90s, right about 90. Right. Uh, maybe 88. Yeah. And it was clear she didn't have that much longer to live. She had some health problems, right? She lost her daughter. My aunt passed away. And they didn't tell her because they knew her mind was going. She, My aunt lived across the country. She barely saw her. Didn't talk on the phone a lot. She probably would be like out of sight, out of mind. Wouldn't think about it. Yeah. And it worked out beautifully. Yeah, that's great. Well, I mean, sadly, my grandmother passed away. Right. But we never had to tell her her daughter. <laughs> Wait a second. We never had to it tell worked, her. It worked out beautifully. Yeah, like a charm. I mean, yeah. I mean, she died. Nailed it. She died. Yeah. And it worked out just exactly but, as but planned. But the plan, I was a kid, so the, the plan worked out. I'd never say right. in the matter. Well. I wasn't a kid. But the point was, it worked out because we knew so, my grandmother's health was failing. Right. It's not the case in your so, story. No. A couple of months ago, my Aunt Jenny passed. Uh, my Aunt Jenny was 85 years old. Young and for your family. Very young. Yeah, my family, a lot of them, thank God, yeah. they 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 lust into their 90s, into their 100s. So, Aunt Jenny was married to my Uncle Joe, who's 90, okay? Now, my Aunt Millie is 96. She has a CBD oil company, doesn't she? That's Millie. Oh, sorry. CBD. Sorry. No longer a sponsor. I know, no longer a sponsor. So, don't hit the jingle. <laughs> right. So, Aunt Millie and Uncle Joe are brothers. But Aunt Millie... Uh, I'm pretty sure Aunt Millie... The brother and sister. And yeah, the brother and sister. Yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> Aunt, so I'm Aunt here Millie to catch all jo- that stuff. Aunt, Aunt Millie and Aunt Uncle Joe are brother and sister. Right. Okay, Aunt Millie, 96. Uncle Joe, 90. And, of course, Joe, uh, Jenny being Joe's wife, well, well, my Aunt Millie knew her for the better part of 50-something years. Right. 
50 years. That's fine. They lived across the street from one another. Right. Did they still live across the street up until this point? Up until that point? Yeah. Well, they, well, okay. So recently my aunt uh, was had to go into assisted living. The 85 year old. The 96 year old. No, yeah, Aunt Millie's Aunt in the assisted living. Aunt Millie, yeah. 96. Right. So she's no longer living across the street from 85 no year old aunt. No, she lives, she lives a, a, right. about 10 minutes away. So 96 year old aunt in the home, 85 year old aunt passes away. Yes. And ninety year old husband still around. Uncle Joe, yeah, yeah, yeah. love it, love it. And we're going to see him for Thanksgiving. Oh, on very Thursday. nice. And we see my you, aunt. You bringing too. him the uh, three hundred dollar turkey? He's going to be eating it. Yes, he will nice. be eating the three hundred dollar pre brined. It's pre brined organic Willy Bird, free range Willy Bird. turkey, right? Coming mm. from California. Not a sponsor. You pay full price. In fact, it's Monday. It's being delivered tomorrow. It's probably being killed right now. I would imagine a large part of our audience, me included, don't know what pre brined means. I know pre-brine. what pre means, but what is brining? Brining is when you you put it in a salt solution. It, it, you stick a bunch of needles in it, and it injects the skin and through the skin into the into the meat into the flesh with like a salty mixture. So oh, that when doesn't you, that doesn't sound right at all. No, it doesn't sound right. I don't know where tastes, they get that salty mixture from. It tastes amazing because <laughs> the male turkey. I'm assuming when you. To put the turkey in, and when you, when you when actually when you eat the turkey, it's extra juicy and mm-hmm. extra flavorful from having salt in there. It actually keeps the turkey moist. I know we hate that word. I don't mind the word moist. When you brine a turkey, it's heaven. You don't like a nice moist towelette on a plane, a little, like to clean your face. Yeah, that's good. All right. So, so anyway, pre-brined, expensive probably, turkey. Wait, wait, if we're side being sidetracked for a second, yes, the pre-brined, uh, organic, free-range, yeah. pasture-raised, gluten-free, Willy Bird. <laughs> Yeah. It's probably being killed now. No GMOs. It'll, it'll be sent. It's being <laughs> FedExed to the house. My parents will the get corpse. it tomorrow. The corpse is being FedExed. Yes. But here's how it arrives. It arrives in a beautiful package. Are there trumpets? No, it goes... Yeah, hear ye, hear ye. Yeah. I got turkey neck. You do, but you're also pulling on your neck. I'm making a gobble sound. Yeah. They arrives with gobbling trumpets. Right. And on Tuesday, the turkey the comes. goblets. It shows up. Yeah. Fresh, so it was never frozen. Never frozen. Fr- uh, How does it get cross country without it's just refrigerated? It's FedExed. In a in a refrigerated, a refrigerated yes, thing? container. It's uh, no on ice. It, uh, dry ice. But not frozen. Not frozen. Nope. nope. Not frozen. Okay. Fresh turkey. Right. And it and it, and it shows up cleaned. Right. And pre-brined. Okay. And my, it just all it has to do is go in the fridge for right, two days, right. and then Thursday morning, right. my mother throws the bird in the oven, right. and it comes out amazing. Anyway, th- but that's- but I have one more question, though. Yeah. So, I get turkey for free at the supermarket. They give you, like, whatever size turkey you want for free. Yeah, you got it right. So, the question is, is the cost of the turkey that much better- than the free turkey. Is it $300 better than the turkey? So and the I'm going to bring that up because we have a hotel situation similar. Uh, here's I'll talk the, about that later. Yeah, well, here's the right. problem with it. Okay. Same situation. Most of the- You like a bougie bird. Most- No. B- bougie most, bird. Hashtag bougie bird. Most- I don't splurge for much during the year. You splurge for the bird. I splurge for the bird because- Everybody's heard about the bird. Good. You ever heard about the bird? <laughs> I've heard about the you bird. Ever, everybody's heard about the bird? The bougie bird. And so I splurge on the bird. You splurge on the bird. But the price By the is, way, it sounded like somebody splooged on the bird. That's what I was alluded to before. Right. The salty well, solution. The reason why it's so expensive is because of the shipping, unfortunately. It, the actual price of the turkey... Listen, it's ex- it's more expensive right. than a regular... Hold on. Because it's it's, it's, it's organic. Right. Yeah, you sure. know that you're paying more for that. But why it's can't you get range. an East Coast bird? Why can't it's, they get... Like, uh, it's I get, fresh. I get turkeys not- running all over my neighborhood. Because this one comes from Sonoma County, California. So it's got wine in it. It's called 
Guys, look it up. It's called the Willie Bird. William Sonoma actually sells it. Right, but why can't they give you an East Coast bird, not ship it? Because these, this specific turkey is raised in Sonoma County, right. and apparently it lives a wonderful life. I bet it does. Just like the movie. <laughs> Every time Thanksgiving comes, a turkey loses its wings. And its, and its head. legs. And its head. And, and, its, its, head, yeah. and all okay. of it. Yeah. How do we get on this topic? We're talking about my Aunt Jenny. This is our pie, by, the oh, way, by the way, we're not talking about Jenny O, right, turkeys. turkeys. We're talking about my Aunt Jenny. To the person who made the flow chart for us like 50 episodes we ago, need this. we're ready for this episode to be the flow chart. Good luck. All right, good luck. Right. So my uncle Joe. So, so anyway, my aunt Jenny passes a couple of months ago. Right. And she'll a, never get to a, have that bird again. A big family fight ensues between my brother and sister and I versus me. my parents and it's, me. Whatever. Yeah. Because my parents are like, we 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 can't tell Aunt Millie. Like, what are you talking about? She's got to come to the wake. She's got to come to the funeral. She's got to. No, it's too much to transport her back and forth from the assisted living place. Here's the problem. So you weren't afraid to tell her. You were too lazy to tell her. It's not that. It's my I thought you didn't want, want to break the woman's heart at 96 that, or have a heart that attack. That too. Well, I'd lead with that story because you're leading with, eh, it's a schlep. That's it's what a I lot. heard. It's a lot. And the, the thing is, but the thing is, my aunt has all her marbles. My aunt is very smart. 96. 96 years old, sharp as a tack. So let her call an Uber and get over she's there. So, so, she's so with it. Okay, but my my parents are like, listen. You used to steal office was, supplies for her. This was Uncle Joe's decision. I'm like, Uncle Joe's 90. I'm like, take the reins and make the decision to tell her. But she's it's his wife. Be, she's got to be part. So now we're arguing, and, and the whole thing, during the funeral, during the wake, during all that. So at this point, you didn't tell her. It you, was World War You III. had the wake and did not tell 96-year-old right, Aunt Millie. Right, So the entire family was 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 like disagree, in disagreement over it. So yeah. I said to my parents... Why don't you I'm, go Facebook Live my, on my that? Father versus, Get Aunt Millie on Facebook Live. My Do a little uh, Insta Live. father versus my sister. Like, Why did we not tell Aunt Millie about Aunt Jenny? Where did your father stand on this? Aunt Today. Aunt Today. Listen, tell me- don't, listen, let's not get involved in family affairs. Oh, he's stepping hey, back. Oh, what? Listen, they don't, oh, Joe, Uncle Joe doesn't want to tell her. He doesn't want to tell. I'm like, they're gonna they're gonna tell her in a couple of weeks. They're gonna show up at the assisted living and they're gonna tell her, and it all happened so right. quick. And, and she missed everything. Uh, yeah. I'm like, how's that gonna go over? Yeah. So the, anyway, all that pat time passes by, and then finally, they say my uncle Joe went to go visit my aunt Millie and didn't have the heart to tell her. So they came up with this wonderful plan, singing telegram to tell Aunt Millie no. at the Thanksgiving table. Oh no! Because they're like, you know what? We're going to Aunt Millie's coming to visit right. for Thanksgiving. Hey, Aunt Millie, we're all going to be at the house. Can you pass it's, the potatoes? And your uh, Aunt, fr- Aunt, you, Aunt you passed away. Your sister-in-law. Speaking is dead. of passing, speaking of passing, we had a passing in the family. Right, Aunt Jenny's dead. What the fuck are my parents hey, thinking? Aunt Millie, uh, can you pass the stuffing? Speaking of which, they had to stuff Aunt Jenny before they put her out on. on all uh, right, enough. Too wait. much now. Now you now, now I'm getting. Now stop it. Stop well, it. Right. Stop it. One stop more it. for the giblets. No. I got a gravy pun. No, it, it just it it bothered me so much. I was really I was so incensed by the the entire handling right. of this from beginning to end. All right, when do they so, want to do it? after dinner? I hope at least so after dinner. I don't know. No, when as soon as we get there. Once the tryptophan kicks in, I said I said guys, this is all wrong, and now you've procrastinated so much right. that she's going to show up and where, where's Aunt Jenny? <laughs> Funny story, Aunt Millie. Yeah. You know how and some she, people lie and say they have a dentist appointment? Well, Jenny didn't want to come to Thanksgiving dinner, so she well, passed away. Well, that's the thing. I'm like, are you going to continue this ruse? I'm like, oh, she's sick. 
But Uncle Joe and Carmine are here. Uncle well, Joe and Cousin right. Carmine. Does Which she never call her on her the phone? Son. Does she never call? No. Uh... No. But okay. she asked for her. How's Jenny? Right. Okay. So, realistically, I know it's your family. I have to ask the question. How much time does Aunt Millie have left? Stop it. No, five Hopefully, years? I'm hoping. I hope, I hope 100. 15 uh, more years. If she's in good health, at some point she's going to ask what the well, deal is. Well, that's the problem. She's Was Aunt Jenny mobile? Like, could she walk yes. around? Yes. So why isn't Aunt Jenny coming to visit her? That's the thing. What if she develops in her mind a feud against not, Aunt Jenny for not coming to visit her? Not, she had been asking. And, yeah, and, hey, and my Uncle Joe's like, oh, she's homesick. Yeah. She's sick. She, she couldn't say, come Aunt, visit. Aunt Jenny is mad at you. She's never going to forgive you. Leave it at that. So, I, <laughs> so I'm like, guys, this is one lie compounding another on top yeah, of another you gotta lie. Yeah, you got to wait. I'd wait till Christmas. Well, it all ended last week. Oh. Uh, so what was going to be a huge problem at the Thanksgiving table, thank God my parents said, let's let's talk. Wait a minute. So Tony they, stepped in? Tony and Roseanne. They went? Went to go visit my Aunt Millie. Against Uncle Joe's wishes? It was, yeah. He thanked my, Uncle Joe thanked my fa- my parents after this. He's, my parents went in and they said to Aunt Millie, they said, look. Well, she said, she actually asked for it. She goes, where's Jenny? Because she's been she's been asking the last couple right, of weeks, right, right, where's right. Jenny? Where's Jenny? So my, my father eight six seven five three zero nine. My her. my fa- my father looked at my mother. My mother looked at my father, and we're like, they were like, there was a long pause. And who my, said it? Uh, my mother said, whose family is it? It's my mother's side. Oh, she's got to do it. Then. So my mother said, yeah, Aunt Jenny passed a and month then, ago. Yeah, and then my aunt looked at her dead in the eye and said, I knew it. No anger, though. Oh, there was anger. No, what the... what the Followed yeah. by tears. And then she had a chance to grieve. Thanks. My, my father says, you want the whole story? We'll tell you the whole story. And they told her the entire story. From beginning to end. Oh, and, threw everybody into the bus. Yeah, but... They didn't but want to tell aunt, you. I, hey, hey, I didn't have nothing to do with this. It was all your brother. I was innocent. You talked to your brother Joey about this. You talked this. to Joey. He told Mikey. Mikey told Vinny. They had a whole thing. I just think it's Brody. It's just just pulling. It's a, hard taking a step back from it's all hard this because you don't, you don't want to. So difficult. You don't want to give an old person a heart attack. You don't. So you're caught between a rock and a hard place. I don't. I don't know how I would have handled it. Actually, I know I would have. I would have just went all in, and I would have honestly, you know, all kidding aside, I would have properly told my aunt when it happened. Look, you got to figure. She's 80. She had to get married in the 20s. They got married early, right? She probably knows her for 65 years. 50, 50. I told you at the beginning of this. She knows 50. her for 50-something years. Right, 50-something. Close to 60. you got to give her the option to get her ass out of bed and go to the wake. If she says, I can't, I can't, I just right. wish I could. Let, her, regards, let that be on her. Right. She could but, write a note. But just, but it, it got so bad that it was going to go be no, back Thanksgiving. Right, right no. to Thanksgiving Day table. No. At that point, someone's going to go, you know what, let's just well, talk about politics. I was threatening it's to, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I was threatening to walk on Thanksgiving. I was really going to tell my family, I'm like, you know what, you all handle this. I'm not coming to Thanksgiving yeah. this year. Here, go eat the turkey. I'll mail you a turkey. Have a party. Yeah. I, because I didn't want, it was so, it was going to be so uncomfortable. Yeah, now, you're 100%. So thank God it's a little less uncomfortable because right. they, they they broke the news to her last week. I mentioned this quickly on the big show, but this is the right. long form. Well, you know what? I'm not going to be able to. I'm not going to. Well, I might talk politics on Thanksgiving, but I will be having uh, a turkey leg at Disney World on Thanksgiving. Wait a second. You're going to be out of town. I will be at the happiest place on earth, as opposed to the most stressful place on earth, which is Thanksgiving dinner with the families. Oh, really? 
It's so like we decided, that, huh? we decided, you know what? We should go to thank you. It's too much. Good. Too much. So if I talk politics, all my kids feel the same way I do about everything. So it's great. Well, nice. Mostly. All yeah. right. So that's cool. Yeah. I guess. So no, I... no drama. We'll be in a public place. Yeah, that's good. I, w- I wonder if, if, has there ever been a difficult or uncomfortable moment where you, <laughs> in a predicament that you had gotten into similar to this? Well, I told I... you. I told, well, yeah, we, we couldn't tell my grandmother that her that, dad, my aunt well, died. That. Right. And then, um, I just didn't know if there were other things. No, other other Thanksgiving, uh, uncomfortable Thanksgiving oh, moments. Oh, yeah. So uh, two years ago, I don't care if they hear it or not. Um, so my wife is one of three kids, three three girls. So I have two sister in laws and two brother and two brother in laws. So there's six of us, right? We all have kids. Six of us. So every other year we go to dinner at my father in law's place. He picks the restaurant, mm. and we and we we go we go with the wife's family. Then the other year we go to my mom. For Thanksgiving. Yeah. Okay? So, every every single year, we go to the same place. My, my father-in-law loves the same place. They have a private room. We get a long table, and everyone sits around this long rectangular table. Right. Right? And we all eat, and it's great, and the food's great. Everybody's good to see. Someone decided, not going to name any names in the family. Someone said it would be a good idea. Make it a little more intimate. Let's break the tables up into, like, you know, round tables here, a square table there. And this way, everyone can mingle. The kids can sit together. And blah, blah, blah. okay, well, you know how many grandkids there are? No, how many? Two? Uh, no. <laughs> that uh, would be a lonely table. Yeah, no, that's se- awkward. Seven. Oh. And they put them at a table for six. Oh. So that was awkward when one of my kids had nowhere to sit. Uh, you know where the the people at my level, the parents, not the grandparent, the, the, the my level, yeah, the six of us sat. At a table for five. So everybody was crushed. So we got there, and the other four are sitting there, and there's one seat left. Oh. So I say to my wife, I go, hey, you sit there. That's fine. Fuck them. So and I go and sit with, with the kids. With grandpa, my father-in-law, right? His girlfriend. One of my nephews who didn't fit. Who, so I sit with the nephews who are tweeners. Yeah. They're not old enough for the, old, for the parents and too old for the kids' table. And then one of the kids that had no room. So basically, as we spoke about on a previous podcast. I'm at the mishmash table. The, the, the reject I'm table. At the, well, not the, I'm at the well, leftovers table. Leftovers. And I love my nephews. It wasn't that. It was like, who doesn't have a chair somewhere else? I'm at that table. Yeah. So the whole night, I'm looking over at my brothers-in-law and sisters-in-law going, oh, what are you guys doing over there? What are you laughing about? Over there. I'm over here. Mm. Yeah, so that was awkward. That's when we sort of decided, you know what? We're going to go to Disney World. But you know, I have the same problem at Disney World, if I might add. You know, I have three kids. Yeah. A wife and three kids. How many is that's that? That's five people. That's five people. Ooh, that's bad. You go on a roller coaster. Roll, everything's for four. Two, two, two and two or no, four? No, it's two, two, and dad. Uh. Two, two, and dad. Usually. So I, I get to know strangers. So first time at Disney, and then I get off the ride, I go, you know, that guy was from St. Louis. Yeah. Because I get to know him. Yeah, I get to. That's my recommendation, by the way. Have four kids or two kids. Have six kids if you want. The five thing only works if one of them doesn't want to go on the ride. <laughs> exactly. If someone's scared, uh, scared Otherwise, shitless. Otherwise, you're for... on the Little Mermaid ride under the sea all by yourself. <laughs> under the sea. <laughs> so, um, but I'm looking forward to it. It'll be it'll be a lot of fun. And I think I think I might get some seat companionship. I think we can do some rotating a little <laughs> bit this time. I think. Uh got a lot of um I get a lot of unwanted email. Sometimes I get a lot, you know, I got a lot of extra spam, extra direct ma- mail, right. direct marketing. But uh, this one I actually welcomed with open arms. I'm like, hey, thanks for the email, figs. 
They this is the subject line was just in insanely cozy pajamas from our friends at Figs. Now this is like a uh, now Figs is basically well we talked about we talk, Figs we talked about them and we're, they're, they're back they're, they're back. back they, they we, so, we talk about the people that we love to honor in our in our world the, the nurses, nurses doctors dentists the people who work in the the, the medicinal and healthcare industry. Um, we want people to give, who wear scrubs, right? People who wear scrubs. We want to give back to them, right? Of course we do. So, why not give them something a little bit more comfortable in scrub format? And, and, and might I say, because you know I, I have them already, yeah, fashionable, yeah, fashionable scrubs. They're a higher quality. They're not that that thin. Everyone yeah. wears the same blue or green. Yeah, no, we hate they that. They don't fit. They're shapeless. Oh, that's so stagnant and old school. These have nice trim around the collar. Yeah, yeah. They're a little, little shinier. If you really want to surprise somebody in one of these industries, you're going to hook them up with or scrubs. Or hook yourself up. Or hook yourself up from, with scrubs from figs because they are so friggin' cool. All right. And speaking of the material, antimicrobial, it'll protect you from germs and bacteria, uh, it's got moisture wicking fabric, so the sweat isn't going to get like a puddle up all over the uh, right. all over the scrubs. And they have yoga waistbands, so you can you know they just they just snap yeah. on you like they attach. Their figs they don't really, fall down all the time. Yeah, they're really for everyone. And every time you shop at Figs, they give scrubs to healthcare providers in need around the world through this Threads for Threads initiative. So Figs gives back. So you're really doing a great thing. For people around the world who need this stuff the most. Uh, that's why we love figs. And that's what sets them apart from these other companies. Um, but here's the best part. Figs is going to make it easy. And they're going to give you 15% off your first purchase by going to their website, wearfigs.com. W-E-A-R-F-I-G-S.com. And put in our code, BOYS, at checkout. Yeah, enter our code BOYS at checkout. You'll get your 15% off your first purchase um, at wearfigs.com. And get ready to love your scrubs instead of hating them. The Backyard Boys Podcast with Scary and Brody. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. iHeart Podcast Awards 2023 Podcast of the Year, Las Culturistas, with SNL's Bowen Yang and comedian Matt Rogers. There's stuff happening in 2024 that we really need to address. Pop culture and huge guests like the latest episode with Dua Lipa. The more I think about it, the more scared and nervous I get. Listen to the newest episode of Las Culturistas with Dua Lipa and all episodes on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Las Culturistas to start listening. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen 
a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Uh, thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, can I... Yeah, I, I got. I want. I want to. I'm very upset about a phone call I had, but I want to get to that in a minute. I want to talk about the dinner we had. Yeah, we had uh, a great weekend in Miami. So uh, let me set the stage. Um, the company put us up in a hotel for a couple of nights in West Hollywood. I'm sorry, in Hollywood, in Hollywood Beach. Flo- Hollywood Beach, which is a beautiful area, a beautiful beach. It's a little quieter. It's not near uh, the cruising and the fast cars. It's somewhere north of Miami and somewhere south of Fort Lauderdale. Right. So I stayed at the Diplomat Beach Resort Hotel. Uh, they gave us a beautiful uh, accommodation. Yeah, accommodation. I had I had wrap around uh, deck, wrap around deck, o- right. ocean front. You could see view. the video of what I where I stayed at at David Brody on very Instagram. Impressed, Brody. Very impressed. Very nice. I liked it. Muskiri uh, and Gandhi wanted a more. Uh, central, not central located, in the heart of South Beach located hotel. Yeah. They wanted a place where the action was, yeah. where the Ferraris were pulling up in the front. I'll give you a million examples. If, I mean, I, I did this on the 15-minute morning show earlier. Yeah, but, but hang on one second. So rather than take the, the uh, company-provided room, which I friggin' loved at the Diplomat, they gave, by the way, they gave us uh, food. Yeah. I got chocolate-covered uh, cherries and blueberries mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, raisins and, mm-hmm. and cashews. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, by the way, here's a question. In the room, when they give you the gift bag, right? I yeah, get like way, a, I, I didn't get that gift bag. I got, okay, I got the well, okay, I got the tote bag, all the food. I got a diplomat towel. Yeah, must be nice. Yeah, must be nice to have diplomat on your side. And then I had, by the way, no one got that Hamilton reference the last time. That's another Hamilton reference. I got one of those uh, water bottles, the steel ones, yep. you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, now on that table was a card, gift for David Brody. It's all in the video. You can see it. But there were two bottles of. Uh, regular Evian water, giant bottles, mm-hmm. and two giant bottles of fart water. Mm-hmm. Now, is that water part of my gift, or is that water? It's here, but if you open it, we're charging you. What, what no, is that's that? That's part of your gift. It is. Yeah, I wasn't sure, so I didn't open it. And then on the last day, I said, "F it." I had a great time. Whatever they charge I'm you, I'm going to treat myself to yeah. whatever this is. But, but here's what Eight I did. Dollars. Here's what I did. Under my door, they slipped the bill. It said zero. Oh. So then I opened the bottle of water. Good, because yeah. you got your final. Here's your final bill, right? And then you could always pin it on the the the, the house yeah. cleaning staff. Hey man, I, I checked I out. I left already. I don't know whatever happened right. after eight a.m. Right, none of my responsibility. Right, because I was there for three days. I did the do not disturb thing. I put the do not disturb sign the minute I check in. Yeah, I do that a lot too. I don't want you in my room. I don't want to have to lock up my suitcase every time I leave the room. I just go in and make myself you comfortable. Turn down for what? Turn down for nothing. Right. I have enough towels and toilet paper. I'm good. You're good. So no one was in my room to say whether or not I yeah. went in the mini bar. I had the drink. so you're saying like no, that's probably part of the gift, but I didn't chance it. Right. And I can't take the water with me on the plane because I didn't check no. a bag. I was like, how much liquor can I take? So that'd be worth it. So Brody so, and, stayed there. Right. I stayed there, and I stayed in Miami. It would be the equivalent of if I'm hanging By out. By the way, if you heard the 15 minute morning show today, we apologize. We talked yeah. about this. Yeah. It was. It was. Uh, yeah. It doesn't matter. It was. Um, if you live in Des Moines. Okay, and, I, and I'm showing up in Des Moines. 
I stayed in Des Moines. Brody stayed in Ames. I stayed 40 minutes north of where right. Skiri was in another beautiful part of if, Florida. If I'm staying in Cleveland, Brody stayed in Akron. That's it. LeBron I'm, had if, no problem with if that. If I'm staying in Times Square, New I, York City, yeah. Brody stayed in Long Island. I'll keep going. If I stayed in Philly, okay. Brody stayed in Cherry The point Hill. is, I stayed in a lovely area with nice restaurants, amazing restaurants at the Diplomat Hotel. By the way, two of them it, owned by Jeffrey Zakarian. Yeah. If I stayed in LA, I, Brody stayed in Orange County. In San Diego. Uh, <laughs> two of the restaurants at the Diplomat are were owned and and, 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 yeah. and founded by Jeffrey Zakarian, right. who, if you, if you listen in order, you probably remember, mm-hmm. I said, I used to work for him. Right. He's the only famous person I know story. that isn't from radio. So, so I felt weird eating in his restaurants. Yeah. I have to tell you, they were fantastic. But anyway, my I stayed whole, there. But my whole point You stayed was, in the middle of it. You stayed at the bougie place. Right. Well, don't call it bougie. Stop it. I stayed in Miami. doesn't matter where I stayed. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it does. The, the, the point in this conversation is... Definition of bougie. Who goes, who goes to who... Here's the definition of bougie. Then flexible surgical instrument for exploring or dying. No, uh, no, no. Brody, stupid. Brody, Brody, Brody. You're missing the point. Yeah. The, Aspiring the, to be a higher class than one is. Derived from bourgeoisie, meaning no. middle, upper class. If uh, we're talking about location only, forget about where I stayed. The location was fine. You did stay in and a bourgeoisie We're talking hotel. geographically speaking. Do you guess? I'm where the action is. Right. You're where the action is not. Okay. So, But I had the if, action I wanted. I wanted a no, quiet but pool. You, you wanted more action. No, you wanted to hang out with me no, no. and my friends. But not because it was South Beach. Out. Gandhi was with me. But not because it was where the action was. But it was because where you were. That's where the... No. But where we were, where the chefs were, where the action was, where the party oh, was, was a, had, where, the, where the great rooftop bars I were. Had, I had five-star hotels in the right. lobby. The Steakhouse the Prime... Is, by the way, there was a steakhouse that's very well-respected called Prime in the lobby of the Diplomat. The point and is, when I said, let's have dinner there, you said, I'm going to South Beach. The point is... You could have bought me steak You dinner. have to come to where the action is. I'm, I can't get a bunch of people where we are to come where okay. you are. So you, you paid for that room, correct? I did because it, to me, it's location, location, right. location. Right. You, you about, chose... I will pay a higher price yes. to be... In a right. location. So you chose the Williams-Sonoma turkey of hotel rooms no. over my free tur- turkey. I got a free turkey and, and a Enjoy delicious it. turkey. There's nothing wrong with right. it. There's nothing and, wrong and with it. And you had turkey. the Willie Bird hotel room that you paid more for. Your room was pre-brined. I'm building a weekend nest. Yes. You had I want to just be luxury located. Right. You had a pre-brined hotel room. But I want to be where the nest is. I want to be wanna, where the people where, are. I want my eggs are. Right. The eggs are in that nest. I was under the sea. You were up where the people are. So, if you want to come hang with us, I did. So it cost you're me. Gonna, a, you're going to suck it up. A twenty-five dollar Uber. Yeah. Right. Each way, which yep. I did. Yep. Right. But you know, a I, noble effort, Brody. I and I hung out both nights. One night was just to drink. Right. I met all your drunk friends. I had my one drink, and then the next night I went out to dinner with everybody. Right. You so kept I coming back and forth. Brody commuted to right. the party. But I spent a hundred dollars on Uber. No, you know what? Twenty-five, maybe, uh, maybe eighty-five, ninety dollars on Uber. Is that worth it? Yes, because Perfect. you spent six hundred dollars on, on the hotel. Know. It was like five hundred. Uh, well, plus tax. I got we got we got a discount. Okay, but the point I me- is, should I mention the other thing or no? The point is, no, right. we got a discount. No, and you shouldn't be, you shouldn't have a problem with taking an Uber to meet your friends if. You're the one who's the outcast who decided. No, 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 no. I wasn't the outcast. You, you guys to... left me flat. 
you, you left decide, me. Yeah, but you decided, and I got you the rooms for free. I got the you. The thing is, free. I don't care about free. I, it's great. It's not where the action is. Because you're boozy. I get it. No, because I don't want to hang out in Ames or Akron or no offense to those towns. Uh, I, you know what? I like I those places. I don't want to hang out. I don't want to hang There's out. There's some great restaurants in Akron in and that, Ames. I don't want to hang out. And Long Island. Nope, By the way, Long, wanna... you should be nice to Long Island. It's a huge part of our audience. I don't want to hang out in Cherry Hill. I want to hang out in Rittenhouse Whoa, Square. Oh, Cherry Hill's got great cheesesteaks. No offense. That's not where the action was. That's but che- okay, no offense to Cherry Hill. Oh, my Cherry God. Hill isn't right on the ocean in Florida where they wrap around massive window. I had a 30-foot glass windows uh, that went and wrapped around the... I was with a view Listen, of the water. By, by the way, this isn't me being bougie. This is the fact that... But you make I it wa- sound like I was in a hut. I want convenience. I, I convenient? want to be convenient. Was I not near Taco Bar? pay the extra How money. How close was I to Taco Bar? Well, that place... We're going to talk about Taco Bar in a minute. Well, I'll tell, talk about it right now. This is the kind of crap you get... When you stay up in the area, that's where Brody not true. Did. That's not true. It's one place. You're telling me there's no there's no places that give you bad service in Bougieville. I'm sure there is. Okay, then don't say it's the area. Well, this is the problem we had at Taco Bar. Okay. Let's talk about All right. Taco Bar. So scary, from scary decides Thursday night. We we get in uh, off the cruise ship. We were on Norwegian Encore. This is the night that we all spent in Hollywood Beach, Florida. Right. Okay. The one night that everybody stayed there. So. As we're taking the ride from the uh, the port where the ship was, Danielle gets hungry. Danielle says, "I'm hungry." So we all agree on Mexican food. So Scary goes, "All right, I'm going to go on Yelp. I'm going to find the best Mexican places, highest reviewed Mexican places near the hotel. Near the hotel. So he finds one place called Taco Stand and one place called Taco Bar. Taco Joint. Taco, taco joint, joint versus Taco Bar, which Gandhi bar. loved because they had the word joint in it. Right. So we go there. We have them drop us off at Taco Joint, and it's like a Chinese takeout place. It's, it's a little. It's on the beach. It looks like it has potential. Yeah, but it's the kind of place like if you were at the beach, you'd walk up, you'd grab it, go back in the sand. Right. It's it probably paper plates. Yeah. At nine o'clock at night, not a good option. Not a good option. So now we have to walk back because the car's gone to Taco Bar, which was I don't know a ten minute walk. But Danielle saw it and she's like, you know what? That place looks cool. Look at it all the lights. It was very colorful. Oh, right. It was, it was great. People, they had a vibe and atmosphere. Right. So and we, I'm like, I don't know, guys. Right. It gets a four point in. Google reviews doesn't have the 4.5 the taco joint right, had. Right, right, right. But so we decide against right. our better judgment. Right. So we go, and, and as we walk in, there's an older uh, white gentleman with uh, gray hair. Yeah. And Scary, was it you, Scary? No, nah, it wasn't it me. Was some, uh, it was whoever was in the front uh, says, uh, oh, hi, good evening. Like, uh, I think it was Gandhi. Yeah, like, we need a table. And the guy's like, I don't work here. <laughs> he was just some guy standing. <laughs> so we walk five feet, and Danielle laughs at Gandhi, thinking the guy worked there. And some girl on the couch, a listener of ours, and her boyfriend were like, oh, my God, you're Danielle. Big fan of the show. She, well, we put her picture up on Instagram. You can go look at it. Uh, very nice. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so we get our table. By the way, that was the best part of that night. Best part of the night. It was, it was meeting her. So we get a table, mm. and the waiter, I don't think anyone saw this but me, because I was facing the direction of the waiter. The waiter, so the, there was, I don't know, maybe 25, 20 tables. They're like little tables, four tops. There maybe 20 tables, maybe 18 tables. And I would say like eight or nine of them were empty. Well, I saw this guy take the order for the table that just sat down next to us. And then he was looking at the table behind us. And he looked at us. He was standing behind Skiri by about 10 feet. And he had to look like, oh, shit. I got sad again. So he's looking to the left and the right for uh, some other server. To come over and take our order because he, he clearly—he was the only one working. He was the but no, there were other there were other waiters, but none of them were there at that moment. So he gave that look. He saw me looking at him, and he goes, "Oh, I guess I better take the table because it was in his section for whatever reason." The hostess was like, "Yeah, his table, his table, his table," rather than spreading it out. 
So I already knew, like, up oh, there's a problem. So he comes over and asks for the order, and we ordered uh, we ordered drinks, yeah. right? I ordered uh, my usual Diet Coke and ice. Uh, it came with ice. That was a bad sign right there. We ordered appetizers. We ordered uh, chips with uh, queso, uh, queso with chips, and guac with chips, right? And then we ordered our, our entrees. Danielle ordered like three tacos. I ordered a burrito. Scary, what'd you order? I ordered a taco, a salad. taco salad. Taco salad. And then Gandhi ordered some burritos or something, or quesadillas, whatever she ordered. Right. So the chips and queso come out, and the queso is like the size, like a three-ounce ramekin. Those little cups they give you, a little side of sauce. A little plastic. Little pla- right, it was a little metal cup. Yeah, they're a- standard size. You know the ones we're talking right. about. Little tiny, right. tiny round. Right, it was maybe a smidge bigger than that and made of metal. Like, is that for one person? That's not an order. You can't, like the chips, the chips were still there when the cheese was gone. The guac the was chips gone. were greasy and they were in pieces. They were like the, the top oh, 12, no, one, yeah. the top 12 chips right. were whole and then you got crumbs. It was like, because you know what they do? You know how they fill those baskets, right? They scoop through the large bin of chips and they scrape along the bottom and they give you all the, so it was like little nuggets of chips that if you dipped them, Horrible. you got, a, you got the, the cheese on your finger. So I had to take the queso and pour it on my plate and a little salsa on my plate Terrible. so I could dip it without putting it into the community cheese. Disgusting. Okay. It was decent queso. So the food's not out yet. We're at the 20-minute mark. But we have all these chips left because there's no fucking cheese. So we asked the guy, can we get another uh, round of cheese and chips? Whatever it costs. Fine. Okay. Now it's 45 minutes, maybe almost, I would say over 50 minutes. So we're all like, you know what? Yeah. We have to do a show in the morning. Uh, This is getting out of hand. Let's just get the food to go. He says, everyone's like, yeah. At that moment. It was at that moment I knew there was going to be a bigger problem. Yeah. Because now you're adding you're adding tasks right. to an already overworked server. Right. So I said to the guy, look, hey, man, it's been almost an hour. We just Can we take the food home? Because like, we got to go. Because you're about a minute away from plating it. Right. So I'm like, well, please go put it in boxes, whatever. So then a guy comes out who's running the food. He goes, hey, uh, we already plated it. So I'm going to give you the food. I'll bring you out boxes. Right. So now, now you didn't make it to go, which you could have done in the kitchen. But now I got to box up my own food? Is that what you're telling me? I, I should have gone and fucking made my own food. Okay? But now you're like, oh, here's your food that we took an hour to make. And oh, by the way, you can pack it up. And while you're at it, why don't you ask me to fill the salt and pepper shakers, you flazy fuck? And I'll do, do the dishes. side work. And, uh, excuse me, sir. Could you uh, go in the back and yeah. uh, help yourself right. to uh, soda in yeah. the refrigerator? Right. Could you? Could you I, I would have. I know you. Hey, we good? Uh, yeah. We good? We good? We good? Some grape? All right. So, okay. Sir, could you, uh, while you're at it, why don't you serve table 16? Because you're going to pass by it anyway. Right. Just right. While you're packing the, up. Bring this to the table. Right. So, I, the guy's like, uh, I'll go get your boxes. So, then Pedro comes out. Our waiter it was Pedro. He comes out and he goes, oh, I'm going to get your boxes. So I'm like, all right, uh, uh, but shouldn't you pack it up? He's like, well, I, I'm really slammed. I got a lot of tables. I said, you know, we waited almost an hour for the food. And he says, oh, the kitchen was backed up. Wait. And then he said, so I give him a look like, that's it? That's what I said. Clearly the kitchen's backed up with the eight tables that were eating there, whatever it was. I said, I, I don't really, I get the kitchen was backed up. I said, but. We didn't get to eat, so yeah, that's not that's not good. 
Oh, boy. He's, what do you mean? I said, so Daniel's like, you know what? I'm not even going to eat my food. Mm. I'm not even going to pack it up. I can't eat at night. Now, and I'm flying now, out in the now morning. Now she's, she's losing her appetite. So I said, Pedro, look. Uh, take it off the bill. Take it. I said, she's not eating, so you got to take that off the bill. And the rest of us did not get the experience we were hoping for. So I would very much like to, you to do something about this because telling me the kitchen's backed up, I get it. But our meal is ruined. Right. We waited so long, we had to order second appetizers. We right. were so hungry. And we were in disagreement, by the way. And we talked about this on the big show. That yeah. Half of us, Danielle and I, wanted to just say, fuck yes. this place right. and get out of here. Right. Because nothing is more important than recouping my time. Reclaiming right. my time. Okay. I had to get out of there. At this and point. you and Gandhi were like, right. let's go. B- before the guy came over, though, Danielle said, I'm going to pick up the check and put her credit card down. So now Skiri doesn't care about the money because it's not his credit card. And God, excuse me, Gandhi says... Yeah, Brody, I would say something. Kind of, like, nicely. She's like, Brody, I would say something. Your manager comes over. So I said, can you get the manager? Because I, you're not helping me, Pedro. The manager comes over. He says, what seems to be the problem? Oh, so now I got to rehash the whole story again. So he says, yeah, the kitchen was backed up. Yeah. And what was his solution? His solution. So, so he says, he says yeah. so he says, you know what? Uh, you want to do a shot with me? <laughs> want to do a shot with you? I didn't get my dinner. I didn't get my meal. And now you're asking me, what if I'm a recovering alcoholic? You don't know what I am. I don't drink to begin with. But second, third of all, all of us got screwed. How is that settling the problem by offering me a shot of shit whiskey? He or wants to give you thirty cents worth of fucking tequila. Yeah. Hey man, I'll give you a fucking uh, a shot of a uh, Buervo. It's just like Cuervo. We'll do a shot of that. I'm like, no, 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 no. I said you got to do something about the money. He said, what did you have in mind? I go, take something off the bill, take her food off the bill, and maybe the appetizers. Her food was like $11, right? So uh, he goes, well, let me see what I can do. Absolutely. You sure you don't want the shot? Yeah, buddy. I'm I sure you don't, don't want absolute either. Right. Yeah, I'm sure I don't want the shot. So now the manager doesn't come back. The waiter comes back and does that thing where all is good if you crouch down. The all good crouch down. Yeah. So he crouches down next to Danielle. He goes, oh, I'm uh, very sorry. We uh we couldn't take the item off the the bill because the check is already closed. So Daniel goes, all right, fine. So they no. already ran a credit I card. I said, she goes, I just all right, fine. Oh no. So I said, you gotta you gotta void it. She goes, well, if we if we void it, he goes, you know what? All right, let me see. So he goes, he goes, he goes. All right, I'll void it. He goes in the back. He comes back and he goes, um, we didn't void it because if we void it, your card will be charged twice. Until the void goes through, and then there'll be a uh, you know a hold on the money and twice. So I, so I didn't void it. I said, so what are you doing for us? Oh, there's nothing we can do. I said that's where you're wrong, Pedro. Au contraire. And then I said, here's what you're gonna do for me. You're gonna go first of all. Don't assume she doesn't want you to bill twice. She can afford whatever the seventy to eighty dollars was twice on her credit card. She'll be good for a day. Plus, it's a weekend. So the void's going to clear first thing Monday morning. She's fine. Second of all, you should have come over and asked her what she wanted, not decided for her. So you're going to go void it and and, and give and re-ring it minus her meal and her appetizer. And he goes, oh, I got uh, I got to talk to my manager. So the manager comes out and he says, yeah, there's nothing we can do. I can't go, no, nope, we're not leaving. At this point, Gandhi's like, get him, Brody. She's pissed now because he had, first he says, the kitchen was backed up and doesn't apologize. Then the manager wants to offer me a drink, right? Then he won't void the checks. He can't take it. Bad service on top of bad so, service. So Scary goes, I already called the Uber, right? We got to go. So he he gets up and Gandhi's like, I'll go with you. And they go and get in the Uber. They're gone. 
So Danielle and I are standing there, and the manager comes back, and he says, uh, you know what? I'm, I'm really sorry. Here's $20 cash. Okay. So I go, all right, deal, because you fucked us on $11. And I go, you know what? That's fine. Danielle's happy. She's paying she for it. She walked out with $20 cash. I wouldn't have accepted $20. From the register. But Danielle was happy with $20, so I was happy for her. So we get in the Uber, and Scary goes, ha, you, you probably didn't get anything, did you, Brody? <laughs> I said, we got, Daniel goes, we got 20 bucks. Brody won. Free dessert, 20 bucks, done. So taco bar, fuck Fuck you. you. And fuck you, Pedro. And you're a nice you enough what? guy, but... You're st- in the fucking hospitality industry. How about some hospitality? This is what disgusts me about restaurants around America. They they just aren't up to fucking... They're not up to par. No. They, they, so many of them fall short. So far short. Yeah. You know, I, I'll give you another example of a good, a great restaurant. Went to this place... Upland, not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. I was with uh, my friends. Yeah. We were talking about what a great meal that was. Sex before the event, you- Dave? Well, yeah, him. Yeah, but okay. no, no, Claudette. I told you about Claudette. Uh, no. That was the place we went to brunch the, year, the week before. I think we talked about it on this oh, podcast. Oh, I thought that was someone you took to brunch. No, Claudette. No. Oh. Oh, <laughs> no. I was like, no, but places like that. Yeah. Where you just, everything is on point. And when the second, the second they even get get a hint yeah. from you and your table that it's not there at your beck and call. Well, They're we went to your- a great place on Saturday. That was fine. And on Norwegian cruise, we had no problems. Although you had the funniest line on the cruise. You said to, I want to get this right. I wrote it down. You look at the menu and you went, um, what do people order here? What do people order? Which appetizers do people order? I feel like that's an odd question. And Elvis heard you also. And we were laughing our asses off. You're like, oh, what do people order? The food, Scary. They order the food. What did you what mean by that? What do people order? You said, like, what's, what the, they, most, what what's order? the most popular thing? Give doesn't, me your mean si- doesn't mean it's good. I want your signature dish. I want, anytime I go somewhere, I want to know, I want to order what you're known for. But you didn't say because that. Because honestly, it's what you do best. Because it's what made you famous. Nine out of ten times, when you walk into a restaurant, or wherever you are, there's something that made that as a, st- there's something that's a standout. That made it what it is right, today. Right, but that's different on a cruise. They have a, a set menu, they, and everything there is made by top chefs. It's not a it's not an Italian restaurant. Okay. It was it, they make everything. Well, that's why I asked, what do people order? Like, give All me right. the popular dish. All right, what, what was that restaurant we went to Saturday night? Because that was excellent. Twenty seven restaurant. It was called, called twenty seven. Twenty seven at the Broken Shaker. Okay, so something happened there. I thought it was and hilarious. where was that in Miami? Miami. Yeah. Something happened there. I thought it was hilarious. So we were out with a, a young lady named Carolina. Not the one that used to be on our morning show. One that runs the board. Uh, she helps. She run, runs all us. the controls of Y100 Miami. Uh, right. She runs all the controls while we're on and, the air. She's, yeah. And she's great. I never hung out with her before. She's great. Love her. So she's from Florida. Hardcore. Grew up there. From Miami. Whatever. So, you know, they take their college football very seriously down there. Yeah. So she says to the table, and I guess she thought maybe you cared about sports or for college football. And she says, can, can you believe FIU beat UM? And so Scary looks at her and goes, yeah, wow, right? Yeah. Now, I know Scary probably doesn't know what FIU or UM stand for. Yeah. Nor does he know the significance of one beating the other. So I said- Well, okay, so my educated guess at first was, well, it sounds like an upset because obviously that's why she came out with that statement. Right, right. So you said- So I very cleverly jumped in and said, I know what an upset that was. Yeah, you're like, yeah, right? Upset. What an right. upset. Right. And, and, then, she, and she agreed with me. She goes, yeah. Right. 
and it was then, an upset. Uh, it was an upset. Right. I said, I bet they're unseated. Okay, bet, hold I, on. So I called you out on the carpet, and I said, I said, Scary. I said, Caroline, I want to apologize. Scary doesn't know the first thing about college football. He doesn't know who those teams are. And he goes, yeah, I do. UM. That's University of Maryland. I know who they are. Oh, you said Michigan? One of them. I think it's Maryland. I go, it's not Maryland. It's University of Miami. And you know, I said, like, what's FIU? And you're like, I don't Florida know. Florida Institute of something. Florida I, FIU. <laughs> well, the FIU was an unseated team that upset okay, so University you say of that, Miami. So you said, I know it's an upset. And I said, because one of them is unseated. And she said, Carolina goes, what are you talking about? He goes, you know, one of them seated, one's not seated. So is seated only a, ba- a college it, basketball term? That's, okay, you, you seed and, well, it, it's, it's called ranks. It's more ranked. It's an unranked team in, in college football. Okay, it's unranked. You seed in a tournament, but you're ranked for the year, usually. All right. Like tennis players are number one seed. That's for the year. They're seated. But I was right. It was an upset. FIU upset the University the of Miami. It was only an upset because she said it was an upset. But I'm a fu- I'm a clever one. I'm you just are, adding to the conversation. You, you are a clever one. Uh, so I got that out of the way. Uh, oh, uh, and you know how we joke about you don't pay attention? Yeah. You don't listen. No, I don't. Okay. So we're, I'm happier that we're way. at the Y100 studios. And by the way, we've been there a hundred times. We broadcast from there. So coming at the whole building used to be a, what, a, a supermarket. Yeah, this massive building that they gutted, and they, there's a lower level, and the upper level is a ring. It goes around in a square, uh, like a raised level. So when you're in the bottom on the first floor, you can look up and you can see that uh, all the doors and everything yeah. on the top floor, a giant square. So scary says to Froggy, "Hey Froggy, remind me uh, where the bathroom is." So he says to Scary, "You make a left." Out the studio door, you make a right, and it's on your left. He goes, ah, yeah, make a right, and then on the left. He goes, no, scary. I got it backwards. He goes, scary. Go out, make a left, make a right, and it's on your left. Great. He goes, got it. So you walk out the first door. There's two doors. Yeah. And after you got the first door, I said to Froggy, he didn't hear a fucking word you said. He goes, yeah, typical scary. I go, watch him make a right. You walked out the door, you made a right. Okay. So you had to go around this massive football field right. of, a, of a building to go all the way around. All the, When did you realize I you were too far gone? I, I eventually got there, didn't I? Yes, it was. Okay. It's a, the place is a square. Okay. It's a square. Yes, it would be the equivalent of you being in New York and wanting to fly to California and going east to Europe, to Asia, to Russia. Eventually, okay. well, is this you the get stuff to... that bothers you throughout your day? No, it bothers is this the me. Things that, are these the things that really grinds your gears? Um, I think the slices who have heard 106 episodes of this know yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> because you really, really do need to chill with that. Who cares? It's the fact you don't listen. Because I don't I don't care to listen. <laughs> That's the point. I don't want to listen. That's the point. You're like, I listen when I is, want to. This is what you hear. <laughs> like you're under the peanut yeah. stand. Uh, where's the, why did you ask where the bathroom was if you were going to go your own way anyway? <laughs> I mean, it was 50-50. Make a left, make a right. You say, hey, where's the bathroom? And why don't you remember where the bathroom <laughs> is? You've been there a hundred times. All right, I got to go. You got to go where? Take a break. The Backup Boys Podcast with Bodie and Scary. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. iHeart Podcast Awards 2023 Podcast of the Year, Las Culturistas with SNL's Bowen Yang and comedian Matt Rogers. There's stuff happening in 2024 that we really need to address. Pop culture and huge guests like the latest episode with Dua Lipa. The more I think about it, the more scared and nervous I get. Listen to the newest episode of Las Culturistas with Dua Lipa and all episodes on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Las Culturistas to start listening. 
I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I've never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So... How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Why do you have that look? Before you hit the commercial button like a minute and a half ago, you had this look like, oh, I gotta take a break. Because, a look. because it's 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 now Monday, which is really a Wednesday because it's three days before Thanksgiving. It's a holiday week. We're the only schlubs in here. Everybody, oh, by the way. Yeah. Thank you to whoever, whoever created the, uh, the flex schedule. There's a flex schedule in effect for our sales team. Well, they call it a flex where you get to make your own schedule. You could come into work or you could work from home. So now people on the sales floor, you think it's barren and desolate. As as it was certain days of the week, right. like on a Friday. Forget about this week; no one's there because people have the option of working home from work, from home, and that is permanent. How great would that be? Imagine doing the radio show or our podcast from our houses. We don't have to come in. Yeah, Elvis, How do you feel Elvis about gets that? to do that. Elvis is in Santa Fe doing the show from his house. Oh, that's right. <laughs> be careful. Imagine <laughs> how great would that be, though. I don't know. I like the camaraderie of coming in. I've always wanted to do this podcast from home. Yeah, I'm not doing it. I do my other podcast from home. It's so great. Do you, though? Yeah, I do. Love it. I'm on one end. My friend Cher, who does the podcast Speaking Volumes with me. Yeah, it's a good podcast. I haven't been on in a while. She had me back on. Give a listen. Uh, She does it from her end. I bet you the Slices would listen if I was on. We we FaceTime each other. Mm -hmm. It would be great. Where is this going? I'm just, I'm just saying, it's, it's a lonely, it's a lonely week because the pe- I looked, at, went downstairs to the sales floor. And oh, everyone's was, gone. There was, was no one for you to make close deals with. Yeah, I don't need to close any more deals. Uh, okay, I got so much to talk about. Let me, can I throw a couple of quickies in? Do what you want. And uh, a lot of people, I got screenshots of stuff I want to talk about. Uh, I feel like we ranted a lot. We talked a lot. We did. Uh, I wanna, uh, I wanna say. I want some free, the jokes. I need some jokes. You have the too soon police jingle. I need that. 
too soon police. Of course so I do. This was a national story, but it was local. Um, and it was the guy at the Bagel Boss in Long Island, New York. A very short guy who went in and he was yelling at the women behind the counter because they were make they were giving him funny looks because he's short. And he was threatening to fight people. Some guy knocked him he's, down. He's a mis- borderline misogynist. He, he's, 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 yeah, he's a little cook of Cocoa Puffs. So then somebody, the guy, knocked, he said, what are you going to do about it? And the guy knocked him down and, 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 and threw him to the ground and, and, and basically shut him up. He, he got what he was coming to him. Then he picked another fight somewhere, and then he was going to fight Lenny Dykstra, who used to play for the Mets in the 80s. He puts himself in the media. He's trying to be famous, but he's known for being a hothead and not very nice guy. And he lives in his fucking car in the parking right. lot across the street from Bagel right. Boss right. in Long Island. All right. So he, uh, uh, very unfortunately, he, ha- he had a stroke. Okay? He did. And they said it wasn't good, but he was going to recover. So, being that he's not the nicest guy in the world, I wrote a joke. Now, again, when you're a comedian, your mind works a little differently. What you think is too soon is not, we've talked about this, your too soon level is different. So, I wrote a joke and I said, uh, well, it looks like he's also short of breath. hi Right, he's short, short of breath, whatever, something like that. Almost all of our listeners were like, ha-ha, liked it, retweeted it, ha-ha-ha. Except right. there was that one snowflake. I got two snowflakes. Two! We're like, that's not fucking funny, you clown. You know, this guy had a stroke, and I go, it's offensive, and whatever. I go, offensive? He's like, yeah, it's too soon. The too soon police, when you make fun of the dead. The too soon police, won't laugh, they complain instead. The too soon police, they're living to ruin jokes, so Jokes. So he's like, like so, what the fuck is like, that covering? Uh, the Dream Police by um, uh, Cheap Trick. That was a stretch. Pull up the Dream Police. That was a pull, up the, pull up the Dream Police. Pull up. Why well, would I want to hear a shitty song like that? It's a good song. Pull it's up a the great Dream Police. Jingle, but it... Didn't you see Fast Times at Ridgemont High? Yeah. All right. They sing that in that in that movie. I needed a song with the word police in the title. What was I going to use? Fuck the police. Not even in here. Dream police. No, well, after police is the grammar police jingle. You look at the bits police. or songs. Look on the songs. What's it called? Dream, the dream police. My God. By cheap trick. Yeah, by cheap trick, right? Go ahead, hit it. Guys. All right. Whoops. You know how to work the board. Sound like Guns N' Roses. They do not, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> asshole. I uh, so, don't know what we're so talking fuck about. You, yeah. yeah, fuck you, Twitter clowns who are like uh, I call them no, that because I, I got no tolerance. I can't. But tolerate I, I do that. want to thank the slices because I I retweeted the two of them. I'm like, oh look, look at these guys. I had no idea they are the official comedy judges of the internet. Oh, are they now? Yes. Yeah, so please uh, run your jokes by them. Let them, you know, let them approve. The too soon police when you make fun of the dead. The too soon police won't laugh, they complain instead. The too soon police, they're living to ruin jokes, so no. Right, so like, 
It's disrespectful to him. It's hurtful. What other punchline so do said, you have? So I said, wait a minute. Does, does that guy follow me on Twitter? What else is too soon? These are punchlines that were written for the show but never quite used. And rather than throwing them in the garbage, right. we uh, saved them. Now, now, some of these are from like four weeks ago. It's fine. I may have to like look at them for a second. Remember the punchline. Good luck on remembering the stories. Uh, there was a story about an Uber, Uber driver who peed in a Pringles can. I said, I right, as long as he doesn't pee in my Uber pool. I uh, oh, oh, this is a topic. Do you do this? I'm gonna tell you, let's put that topic over there. Okay. Uh, nope, that's a topic. Oh, I wanna I wanna rant about gender reveal parties. Um, oh, call a small. What are you What are you reading? Oh no, that's I can't read that. These aren't jokes. Hold on. <laughs> what did you do? You stack. Oh, uh, we were talking about uh, the uh, the ship we were going on. Yeah. And uh, Elvis kept saying she's beautiful. She's a beautiful ship. I said, hey. What if Encore uh, identifies as a man? You don't know. He didn't want to do that joke. Um, oh, Leslie Odom Jr. He was in Hamilton. We had him up on the show a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, you may know him from the Nationwide commercial. He sings the Nationwide is on your side. Jingle, right? Yes. And Elvis was saying, you could with that voice, you could endorse anything. So I. So the joke was, you could even you can even like endorse tampons. So after he said that, because I said Elvis, have him, right? I wrote the jingle. I said, have him sing this, which was, our tampons are on your inside. And he said, we can't do that. It's offensive. Um, There's a serial that Scotty B brought in. Scotty, the host of uh, Serial Killers, Killers podcast. podcast. There's a serial called Colon Serial. Right? You, It's so much fiber, it cleans you out. So my joke was, from the makers of Leather Cheerios. <laughs> Now, if you don't, don't know what a leather Cheerio is, you can Google that. It's a butthole. It's a butthole. It's a leather Cheerio. That's right. Uh, cute. Scary. I forget what the joke, what the setup was, um, but we. I made oh, a... Oh, great. No need to do the joke. I, I wrote a sloth joke, and Scary said something that was perfect, uh, that the joke attached to him. It was great. And I, and the joke was, Scary, you walked slowly right into that joke, because you walk slowly. Right. Um, oh, Will Smith. Will Smith said uh, he, he was talking about how we got a colonoscopy. Mm-hmm. I said that's why his new song is getting icky with it. Didn't do that one. All right. Um, oh, uh, Skira, you talked about how you like to pick up hot girls. You like it's a great place to pick up women at a funeral. Right. Yeah. Yes, I did. So I said, oh, the dead person gets to meet the Lord, and you get to meet your next sex partner. We didn't get to that. <sighs> Uh, oh, we were talking. So. We were talking about being too PC. We we're talking about being too politically correct. Right. Uh, it was around Halloween. This is how long this joke. And I said, "Oh, does that mean black cats are now African American cats?" Oh, we we're talking about Siamese cats. Siamese twins don't even call Siamese twins anymore. They don't. Why? I don't know. I don't know. I, I is guess the word not, Siamese uh, have a negative connotation. I don't know. I guess they're not attached to that word anymore. Oh, ah, hi. Okay. Well, isn't it? There also is a. In the one of the Disney movies, yeah, I don't know the Diane, the, the the Siamese, yeah, right. Uh, song. Pat Sajak, they they edited it out, right? They edited it out the Siamese. I did song. not hear that. I don't think that's a fact. Pat Sajak was in the hospital a couple weeks ago. Okay, it's not too soon, and he had some surgery done on his ass. True story. I said, oh, he needs to buy a bowel. <laughs> that's great. Host a wheel of fortune. Um. Oh, Ti, Ti said he likes to go to the gynecologist to check his daughter's vagina to make sure she's still a virgin. So I said, the only T.I. that the gyno should be uh, seeing is a U.T.I. 
urinary tract infection. Get them all out, bro. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, somebody called and they said they were going to go see Sesame Street Live. And I said, I wouldn't waste my money. I hear Elmo lip syncs. Because <laughs> he's a puppet. True. <laughs> um, I don't remember what we were talking about. I just have anal sex, not very often, uh, <laughs> and a line. And then I, I guess there was some kind of joke about anal sex and a basket of something somebody sent up. And I wrote, famous anus cookie basket. But I don't know what that was. Um, <laughs> That's just funny on its own. It doesn't need a setup. Right. So, oh, Elvis said, we're talking about um, black and white something. Elvis said, do I have a black and white butthole? And I said, I don't know, Scary, what color is your nose? We didn't get to that. Uh, Oh, Elvis was talking about how healthy nuts are. Nuts are very healthy. So I said, is that why your chin looks so good? (laughs) (laughs) He didn't want to do that joke. Um, Oh, uh, Elvis said uh, Whitney Houston was bisexual when she was younger. And I said, that's why she sang she wants to dance with somebody. She wasn't specific as to who. Not really a joke, more of an observation. We didn't get to that. Um, oh, uh, we were talking about prison cosmetics. Things that the, the inmates make out of whatever they have, ketchup, lipstick, whatever they use in there. That they rec- And they were playing the sound of some woman who's in jail. She has a YouTube page, maybe, mm-hmm. and she makes uh, prison cosmetics. I said, well, uh, my recommendation is to avoid the prison bath bomb. We didn't get to that. Uh, oh, um, Elvis was talking about how peacocks are beautiful, but they're dangerous. And he said, you should stay away from peacocks. And my joke was, yeah, Elvis says to stay away from peacocks, but he loves a good cock or two. We didn't get to that. Um... <laughs> What was this one? It was something to do with McDonald's. Was there a, a prostitution thing? All I wrote was, uh, I got to make happy ending. So there was something to do. There was a joke about something to do with sex. I know. It was that long ago. Yeah. Um, oh, oh. Uh, this was this. I'm gonna, this is my favorite. I'm going to save this one. Um, penis soccer. What was penis soccer? I don't know. Hmm. Oh, it's... Uh, you- yeah, no, Brody, some of these are really old. These are like two months old, these jokes. Oh, I said about, he doesn't like soccer or something like that. I said about penis, and then I, you know, they call soccer football everywhere else in the world. And I yeah. said, Elvis doesn't like soccer. He likes he likes half a foot ball, something like that. It was a penis joke. But I don't remember the setup. Um, oh, I made a joke. Gandhi said her, uh, her Christmas tree's already up, and I said, oh, that's funny. My menorah's already lit. It's a Jewish joke. Nobody got it. Um, oh, we were talking about how Disney, did we do this on the air? Maybe done them on the air, but I like them enough. I'm going to read them anyway. Uh, Disney has a warning now in front of their movies on Disney Plus. Hey, these movies were filmed a long time ago. Some of the content was okay at the time, but maybe considered offensive now. I'm like, yeah, they're changing some of the names yeah, now. Yeah, like the Siamese Twins song is in, that, in right, that film. Right, so I think we may have read these on the air, but I like them so much I'm going to read them here. Uh, I wrote, uh, the Lion King is now the Lion King or Queen. Whoever they identify, we're not sure. Yeah, we did these on the air. Right, Beauty and the Less Than Traditional Looking Man, because you don't want to call him a beast, and Snowflake White and the Seven Little People, because you can't call them dwarves. Um, and then, uh, oh, um, do you know what a dick dick is? Isn't that a bird? No, a dick dick is like a, uh, it looks like a little, uh, it looks like a deer and a, some other kind of animal. They're only in like Australia. Right. right. And so so then Daniel goes, what do you call a small dick dick? And I said, Nate. I said, I made that joke. That's how long ago that was. 
Too I, soon, Brody. Yeah, too Nate, soon, Nate, please. <laughs> yeah, and Nate's in. I understand Nate's in. I get it. He's in the hospital. Uh, and then Elvis said, "I don't like man buns." He was talking about, "I don't like man buns." I said, "No, but you do like man buns." See? Yep. And like man buns, he likes man buns. Mail time. That sounds like it's mail time. One more thing. Welcome. This was a. You've got this mail. This is a text message we got. She said, I love that phone tap. I'm literally laughing. Which phone tap? Doesn't matter. She's literally laughing. You literally, know what that's called? Literally. It's called, called laughing. laughing. You can always email us at <laughs> the Brooklyn Boys Podcast at gmail.com. Just thought you should know. I'm a slice for life. Currently re-listening to the podcast from zero a second time. Love it. Love you. And yes, I have an AOL email account also, so fuck you. Yeah, fuck uh, you. I was watching a show called Atypical on Netflix about a boy with some type of autism. Uh, or living with autism. Turns out that Michael Rappaport is one of the main characters. I desperately wanted him to go off and say, fuck you, you fuck. fuck but haven't no. heard it yet. He doesn't no, say it's, it's, it in that. It's, it's you fuck you. You fuck you. Yeah. The Michael Rappaport episode is my favorite episode from the Brooklyn Boys. I uh, just thought I would share. Eagerly waiting the next show. Thank you, FRD7380 at AOL.com. Uh, Carrie Jardee says, hey, free shit for me. I jokingly told my friends I was going to send Red Bull a thank you card for getting me through college. For a year and a half, I worked the third shift, bartended, and kept up at 3.0 GPA while taking a full semester of classes. Recently graduated from Northern Illinois University and remembered to send my thank you to Red Bull. After an exchange of email, Red Bull asked for my address. About a week later... I received a handwritten note from Red Bull headquarters and two free cans of original Red Bull. It was unexpected, yet so appreciated. Just thought I would share with you guys. Thank you, guys. So she got free shit just for complimenting Red Bull. Isn't that nice? I like that. So she wasn't even asking for free dessert, but she got it. Nice. Okay. Finally can stomach it, says Joey P. Wanted to thank you guys for a great podcast. Brody has me laughing pretty hard most days. Scary is truly a city boy. I think this is why the two of you work so well together. Brody made it a point to bring you uh, Brody makes it a point to bring you back to reality where most of us are. I have to admit, the Jersey kid forgot his name, don't tweet me, made it impossible for me to listen to the 15-minute morning show podcast, which is that other podcast we do. Uh, I'm sure he's a great guy. He's just not great at leading us, leading a talk show or a podcast. The two of you guys make it work together perfectly, though. Trying to listen in order, but iHeart makes it impossible on Android. Yeah, we're working on that. Keeping the laughs coming, making you guys make my long nights on the road fly by. P.S. Scary Upstate is not everything north of the city, western, central, eastern, or capital region of northern New York. Brody, we have Shebagels up here, by the way. Thank Shebagels. you. Thank you. Shebagels. Joey P. Oh, speaking of Shebagels, so we were at Y100 in Miami, right, at the yeah. radio station. And after our show, they had a meeting. So the meeting, they catered in bagels and orange juice. And I went over and I looked, and Scary was like 10 feet behind me. I turned and I went, yep. don't bother. Guess yep. why I go, Shebagels. 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 What would Brody do? Asks Elizabeth A. Uh, Brody, what would you do? I ordered uh, and got installed a new garage door. Cost me two grand. Installed the door, but they didn't have the correct hinges. Of course, I've been, they fuck you on the hinges every time. Been Everybody waiting knows on them to get the parts and finish my door for about a month. Haven't charged me for the door yet until it's complete. But we're still upset. We've been waiting this long. I want my free dessert. 
Feedback is appreciated. Thank you, Liz. I'm saying uh, if it was a big inconvenience to you, like it was no big deal, but if the door doesn't open and you're manually lifting it, depends on how much you're, you're being put out. I would think four to $500 off. I'd say $400 off is fair. All right. Because that's 20% of two grand. Yeah. So I would say $400 back for your trouble yeah. because you paid for what you paid for when it was supposed to be put in. If they fucked up on the hinges, and by the way, you know what my mother always used to say, David, they always fuck you on the hinges. Yeah. Yeah, always. They always do. Kristen Mara Klein, thank you for checking in. She's a new listener. Slice for life. Also, another one, Jamie Fazina. Jamie Fazina, she's a media specialist, wanted to know how much I love your she podcast. She likes dating, and she likes walks in the park. Well, she's up to episode 22 right now. Oh, man. But I have to tell you, episode 21, when you guys talked about anchovies on the Greek salad, it cracked me the hell up. Uh, and then the Bensonhurst song on episode 22 was fantastic. So funny, I can relate to everything you guys say. I grew up on 65th Street and 11th Avenue. Oh, oh by oh, Regina oh, Potter's church. So she Bay Ridge right there. Right there, and yeah. uh, sort of Bay Ridge. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Moved to Staten Island, now live in Jersey. I'm exactly Skiri's age, which is 45 years old. Is that true? Found out everything you guys is so relatable, uh, especially talking about Christmas Eve and sushi. I love it because my family doesn't do the whole fish thing anymore. Kind of sad. If you think about it, I, I do listen to the newest podcasts in between catching up on the old ones. Is that okay? Is that okay to catch up in between? I don't know. Nah, not bad. Nah, nah. uh, I got some. I got some here when you're done. All right. Yeah. You, uh, take it. Take it away. Uh, DM uh, from Thomas V11. Hey man, just listened to the 15 minute morning show and that turtleneck and the Bona Lisa joke absolutely killed me. I'll explain those in a minute. Have you thought about doing stand-up? I know you kill it at improv, but if you wrote a solid 30, Netflix would easily give you a special. You're one of my favorite comedians. Well, as I explained to Thomas, doing what we do here and being quick-witted uh, and good at improv mm -hmm. really doesn't translate to stand-up. As I told him, doing stand-up involves writing material, rehearsing it, beating it to death, and then basically repeating the same thing over and over again, night after night, like you're in a play. Right? You have, to, you have to tell stories and have punchlines and, and anecdotes and then callbacks. And it's an art form, which I greatly admire and respect. And you have to perform at night and tour and play dives and club. Listen, it's difficult. But it's not like, oh, he's funny, he should do stand-up. Stand-up is not being funny. You have to be funny, but also know how to craft everything, structure a joke. There's a lot more to go into it. Not that I couldn't do it uh, eventually, but it's a lot of work. I don't have the time, but I appreciate the compliment. I'm not sure Netflix would give me a special, but I love that. Uh, Jamie Fazina. Did you read Jamie Fazina? I just read Jamie Fazina, yeah. Uh, oh. She's the new listener. She's listening to 20... She likes all the stuff that we've been doing. Well, she wrote slightly different words when she tweeted me. Yeah. She said, Hi, I'm a new listener to the Brooklyn Boys podcast. I just want to say how much I love you both. I listened to the big show forever, but just now became a listener to the podcast. I can relate to just about everything. Oh, she, she, rewrote, she rewrote it. She rewrote it, it. yeah. That's my boarding pass. You don't need to hear me read that. Um, SOS underscore 48. Uh, commenting on the picture of uh, the fruit that Norwegian Cruise Line put in my room. Yeah. Did they put that healthy tray in your room to kill you? Should have been an <laughs> L&B slice and a Diet Coke No Ice one there more. There you go. Love that. Uh, uh, I got a couple of free desserts. Oh, uh, Jordan S. JSK084. Yep. Uh, tweeted, do you see the irony? And it looks like it's a pop-up ad. For Tom's Pizza. Tom's Pizza. And it says, after your workout, check us out at Tom's Pizza and Restaurant for a Greek chicken salad. Oh. That is irony. I'm not going to Tom's Pizza for a Greek 
chicken salad. You go there for pizza. Yeah. Hilarious. Uh, oh, I took a picture from my my diplomat. Yeah. My, my stay at the diplomat hotel. And uh, Dave ZZIE DeVezzi123 says, they gave you fart water? Love that. Um, and then Claudine Zell says, any parsley in those mixed nuts? Uh, so I said, of course, no. So I love that they're playing along. Yeah. Um, and I, uh, oh, yep. Uh, a bunch of people asked us where we ate dinner in Jersey City. It was Matthews, right? Matthews Food and Drink. Right. Uh, on oh, Grove Street. And then I give you one more. Chris, it, yeah. Chris Harklerode, uh, free dessert story. Bought a four count package of White Castle breakfast sliders. Found out it was two weeks past the sell date, and I was missing a cheese slice. Uh oh. I called customer service. They mailed me a dollar and a four dollar off coupon. Thank you, Brooklyn Boys. David Roy, Scary Jones, Slice for Life. They got, I got a letter apologizing from Taco Bell. Never would have done it had they not uh, called. Uh, lastly, Kovarik10101. Can you please bring Mama Brody on more? I love her. I wrote back, me too. I will. As soon as she's available, we'll have her on. But she, you know Mama Brody. She's begging me to come on, but I, we haven't been taping when she's available. Anyway. And this is the reason why we do our podcast. We got... Uh something from Andy Bowser to our Facebook fan page, which we do have one, at The Brooklyn Boys on Facebook. It's Twitter. our fan page? Our fan page, yep. At the, It's our own. Uh, it's our own. Uh, on Instagram and on Twitter, at The Brooklyn Boys. All right. He wrote, uh, hey guys, how's it going? Just want to say I'm 27, and lately I've been going through a lot. I'm a gang member due to some bad stuff involving me and my brother and my childhood all together being bullied and whatnot. I just want to say, even though you might not read this email on the podcast, but I am, you guys are amazing and make my whole day, whenever I hear y'all, makes me think about how great people can be and how much good people can do for others. Wow. I have four kids, so I'm not an active gang member. And because of you two, I feel like there's something better in life than being, well, a piece of shit. But even though this probably won't be read on the podcast, I wanted y'all to know you're amazing, and I hope your podcast lasts forever because it gives me the greatest feeling in the world, and you two are amazing. Wow. How do you beat that? It's pretty heavy. That's crazy, man. That's awesome. Thank you so much. You know- and, by, and, and, and I know, uh, listen, I know a lot of you are like, hey, how do I get my email read on here? We get well, simply t- write, I know you're not going to read this on the... Uh, yeah, just like that. No, no, no. No, no, uh, but I did want to just... There are That's other exceptional. That's yeah, that is great. But uh, also, we see you, Alex Crump. Thanks for your email. We have some free dessert stories. Kevin Kozlowski always contributes. I see you. Jessica Morgan, shout out to you. Steven Orbach, Orbach. We just don't have enough time to read all this. Some of them are free dessert stories. Others are just... Just very complimentary. Thanks for, uh, thank you for uh, all yeah. the love. And uh, and by the way, speaking of the love, um, can I read we, one more love topic? When we want what well, we want to be. This is just a public thing that oh, I just yeah, want to put yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, if you're on iTunes, send us a review. Put a review on there if yeah. you can. Any five like, stars. Spotify. Pandora. Anywhere there's a review, iHeart doesn't have a review. But give us a thumbs up. Right. Uh, Spotify. We're on Spotify. We need to make some. We want to get on. Spotify's top charts. We want to get on uh, Pandora's top charts. Every we're on all these platforms, but we're not in the top anything of any of the platforms right. except for iHeart. And we need that. 
and we need you to spread the word. We we are approaching we, we are approaching getting clients that might be able to help us sponsor T-shirts. Oh, that would be great. And we might be able to sell a Monopoly game. We're trying to figure this out before the before, early next year. Uh, I did want to read uh, Rudy Marino. Uh, Rudy, Rudy has Rudy, been Rudy, 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 Rudy. Uh, Rudy drives a truck. Uh, he wrote, uh, "Love you both." Twenty days without a day off, and you're the only thing I listen to in in the truck. My Brooklyn boys get me through the day. Got home today, put the news on mute, and continued to listen to episode sixty four, wow. even though I've heard it three times. That's dedication. And then he said, "I I don't know." I said, well, "Why do you Why do you like sixty four? What's so special about sixty four? He said, I don't know. They're all great. I love the banter, the topics. You and Scary make a great team. One other thing. Thanks for nixing the birthdays. I don't fucking care if it's your birthday. You and a million other people have the same birthday. There you go. So I wanted to just read Rudy's. Um, well, well, the birthday thing was intended to be a shout-out well, for we, people that like, like like hardcore slices. But we do that. We read their emails and their tweets and their I podcasts. wish we could do something for Slice for Life's birthdays. We got to have- That's everybody. But we got to have something. We gotta have, gotta have. I don't have to mention it. We don't have to mention it on the podcast. Here's what, here's what we'll do for when the, we first started. We were just kind of finding our way, but we should do something. Yeah, here's what we'll do. We'll do an episode next week because yeah. I feel bad we didn't get a chance to do and one last week. And send you an invisible T-shirt. Oh, you know, invisible T-shirts. You know what? The guy with the four kids. You just read his email. Yeah. Send him an invisible T-shirt. We'll ruin it. Now, can <laughs> I? I want to get out of here on a high note. On, uh, just a quick little rant because I know you'll agree with me. I, I don't know if this has ever happened to you. Yeah. All right. This is it. Now we're gonna go, and, I, and I'm gonna save my. Other I had to take. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I had to take an Uber to uh, the airport from my hotel. It's about a half hour ride to Miami International Airport. So you got to take 95. You get a 95. It's the main road. There's always traffic, but there wasn't traffic on Sunday when I was going. The woman didn't speak any English. Very little English. Not a problem. She speaks Spanish. She said to me. Uh, Tu hablas español? And I said, oh, muy poco. Oh, she got very excited, like a little bit. Un poco. So, un, un poco. A little, yeah. No, I said muy poco, very little. Very little. I, listen, I speak a little Spanish. Un poco means a little bit, but okay. But I said very little. That's correct. Muy poco? Very little. Mas is more, no, muy that, is that's very. that's incorrect syntax. Okay, uh, hold on. Muy poco is not, is not a thing. No? No, it's un poco. She didn't correct me. Uh, whatever. Hold on. On with your story. I'm translating. I'm right. Muy poco means very little. Fuck you. I took Spanish for five years and worked in restaurants for 12. Muy poco? Yeah, very little. Are you speak English? Very little. Muy poco. Thank you. Suck it. Then what's un poco? A little. Un is a. Okay. All right? Muy. Please, you don't speak Spanish. You can put muy in front of everything then. Muy, muy. That means very. Muy sol. Muy caliente. Muy sol. Very fun. Very sun. Very sunny. Muy caliente, very hot. Muy, muy, muy. Soul is, is the sun, by the way. Soul, right. Okay. So we're riding, and there's no conversation because she doesn't speak right. And so uh, I speak English, and I don't speak Spanish enough. And uh, she gets off the parkway. There's a little bit of traffic, and starts taking the streets. And she's got the the Google Maps, I guess she's using on her phone. That's the worst. It's clipped to the, the air conditioning vent, I so know. I can or see Or the it. one that's in-app, the in-app thing that maybe they use that. for Uber is terrible. Maybe. maybe that's, that's the, the app. I don't know that's which the app. worst one. It didn't look like Google Maps. It wasn't Waze. No, it wasn't Waze. It wasn't Google. It was uh, whatever nav system. So all of it, I'm not following along with the with what she's doing, and, I, and all of a sudden I'm like, this is a neighborhood's getting kind of bad. It's looking a little seedy. Mm. Not ranked, seedy. And uh, she, she says to me, uh, 
Um, uh, you have phone? Oh, boy. See? Yo tengo teléfono. And she says, uh, that means I have a phone, Scary. And so I say, yeah, she goes, could, uh, could you, could you uh, Google Map? You have Google Map? I see, see, yo tengo. Mm-hmm. And she goes, uh, my, na- my system, no good. Hmm. Right? I'm, I'm only doing the accent because that's how she spoke. Yeah, say, uh, and I'm trying to convey that she didn't, right, okay. Okay. I said, what do you mean? Probably don't ever come down on me for doing an accent again. Thank you. Continue. That's exactly how she sounded. I'm trying to explain. So, 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 she, so she says, my navigation, basically she said, my navigation's not working. It was right. all over the place. Okay. It was going sideways crooked. She goes, can you, can you put on your nav system? Basically is what she says. You can put a Google Maps. I go, what? Oh, yeah. She wanted you to do some work. She says, I, I, I'm, I think I'm lost. Lost? Why'd you get off the parkway if you're lost? You're an Uber driver. You have one job. Get me to the airport. I didn't say get me to like Mike's bagel shop. I asked you to get me to the international airport. Your car should go to the airport automatically. But you got off and you start making turns by flat fix shops and skanky looking liquor stores. I don't know where we were, right? It's okay. So I'm like, this, why? I'm paying for this. So I can put my phone on. By the way, I got a message on my phone an hour earlier. Uh, Verizon says you've used 75% of your data for the month, which I know is my kids. But I'm like, fuck, now I got to turn my data on and my location services so I can use Google Maps. So I'm in the back with her. And she goes, okay, where do I go? So I go, uh, dos calle in that direction. And I go, uh, a la derecha, a la izquierda, derecha, derecha. She's making a left. I'm speaking in her language. She's still making wrong turns. She had to back out of a street because she made an izquierda instead of a derecha. Okay? (laughs) So not even in Spanish, she's going the wrong way. So I see she's going um, south, and we had to go north. So I make her turn around. And then I tell her to turn. I say, turn on 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 First Avenue, right? <laughs> she turns on Second Avenue, and then can't make the turn to get on the Parkway. So now I have to. I'm recalculating, and I I go I go. Uh, so I get her back on the Parkway, finally, and and she goes. Uh, I said, now you're on. Now all the signs say Miami International Airport, right? The road is splitting. To the left, a giant sign. Even if you didn't speak. English, it says Miami, which in Spanish is still Miami. Yes. Right? With a giant white plane on the side. (laughs) Right? Miami aeroplane. Right? Okay. On the left, I mean, on the right sign where the road splits, it says a bunch of words, a bunch of towns and cities. Guess what? None of them said airport and none of them had a plane on them. I assume as an Uber driver, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say I don't even know how to pronounce her name. I assume the lady knows airport signs, right? With the airplane picture. You know how you say you know you know what an airplane picture is in Spanish? An airplane picture. So at the last minute, she's going at the middle, at the middle, at the divider. Right. And she's going, eh, which way? So I look up, I go, Esquerda! Okay, thank you! <laughs> it was the crazy, like, you... Yeah, I know, but Brody, 
there's a language barrier there. There's a like Miami Airport logo. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't know. What do you want me to say? I, I don't. I, she probably does it part time. Okay. No. I, look, I, she was a sweet woman. I gave her five stars. I gave her a nice tip. My point is, yeah. why? I, why am I using my data? I'm paying you for the Uber. Do I get a discount? Did I get 20% off? I'm giving a direct... It's like the guy who wanted me to pack my own oh, food. Oh, God. You didn't want to pack your own food. I know I didn't. Would you want to go in an Uber no. and have to give the directions? No. And use your data? No. And I don't have unlimited data before you're like... It's a long story. The long story. You, you're stressing me out going into the holiday weekend. Muy poco. Muy poco. Hit the jingle and I'll say adios. Can't wait. The boys from back home with the family to Benton, Hearst, Brooklyn. The Happy Thanksgiving. Boys from Brooklyn. Brooklyn. The boys from Brooklyn. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, "Well, I had this career before, but it was a waste." And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.